0: Whenever my world falls apart, I never lose hope or lose heart.
1: Whatever the form of the storm that may brew, not with you
2: to lean on, darlings, you.
0: When Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. My guest today has been seen at uh, Shakespeare Theatre, Ford's Theatre, Fells Point Theatre, Warner Theatre, the Samuel French Off-Off Broadway Play Festival, and all of that wouldn't be so remarkable if she wasn't nine years old. It is Claire Karis O'Connell, everybody.
2: Hi.
0: Hi, Claire, how you doing? Good. Good, so thank you so much for doing this. You are, you are not only our first remote guest for a full episode, but you are also my 99th guest.
1: Oh, yay!
0: Because you're here to talk about
1: Good Man Charlie Brown. Oh.
2: You're a good
0: How did you're a good man, Charlie Brown? Come into
1: your life. Well, it was one of the two um, musicals that I first started listening to. One was Into the Woods, and the other was that. And I found, and I finally got to see it um, at Imagination Stage um, for my ninth birthday party.
0: Oh, great! So you saw it with uh, with Patricia and Aaron and uh, and all those people in it. Yeah. And Harrison Smith, I think it was in it. Yeah. Oh great! So, would you had had you so you had heard it before you saw it? Yeah. So, what was it like seeing a show that you knew from a CD or knew from a, an, I say CD. You were probably listening to it on an iPod. Um, that that you knew so well the music, but had never seen the seen the show.
1: Well, it was really cool because since I only got to hear it on the CD, I didn't know of like the scenes. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun to do it with my friends, and it was all fun all the way because it it was such a great show with all those people, and imagination stays does uh, does it grow beautifully, and mm-hmm. I think, and I think that the characters were well portrayed in there, and it's really great to see it live because the CD is like different, and I like mm-hmm. seeing all that stuff.
0: Well, that's great. I'm glad you really liked it. So what I'm interested in for for this podcast and for when I talk to people is how the show that they really love uh, made them fall in love with theater. But you've been doing theater for a long time now. So how did you get started doing theater?
1: Well, I've always really loved music it was really something that i enjoyed doing i love singing and all that and i was like hmm how can i how can i sing and also make everybody enjoy it because because just singing in the schoolyard or singing in a public place was kind of like weird but (laughs) weird because everybody was like Well, why are you singing here? Um, Well, when I finally, I I finally, on, I kept um, trying to listen to musicals and knowing about musicals until finally this audition came up for um, the youngest girl. Well, not the youngest, but uh, the girl, a girl in the show. I auditioned for it two times before, but I was too young. So I was Mm. too young for the age role. But finally, Mm -hmm. the year that I got it, um, it was the year that I was just old enough to do it. And then I finally got into it. It was Ford's Theater, A Christmas Carol. And I played Mm -hmm. Want slash slash Schoolgirl and it was a right. really good performance for me it kind of set off my theater performance and all that stuff it was really good there was a bunch of kids that i still remember and i know them all and they're so really so good and mm-hmm. i also it was at the ford's theater and i also the year after went to go see into the woods there for the first uh, time ever
0: so what do you like about performing, because I know you, you are a lot, the things you're saying are a lot like what I was like when I was your age, and I'm pretty sure a lot like what your mom was like when she was your age too. There is a, you really wanna sing, you wanna perform, you like making people laugh, you like making people feel things, and you like entertaining, and there aren't a lot of kids who, are, who like that so much that they really, really have to do it. What is it that you love about performing?
1: Well, a bunch of things. I always, first, the people. The people I meet in theater are just so connecting to me. Actually, the girl that played my role, except for the other cast, I still know her. And she mm. was, she is a great, and we still stay in touch. And everybody from the theater has impacted me in such a great way. And, All the directors have also uh, changed things about how I style. It's all made it better. Also, I just love seeing the audience faces when I finally come up for the final bow. I love, I used to smile so hard on the first night of Ford's Theater. and I was just smiling. I was seven years old. I was smiling so hard that my teeth, her at the end of the <laughs> performance. And a lot of, it's just, I love the theater because there's such, so many things. It's like, everybody has been working so hard to make it come together, especially the first performance I love the most. is because Everybody's been working hard. There have been rehearsals. There have been dedication times to the doing. And every, finally, we get to see that come all together. And I'm like, ooh, it's going to be okay. And yay, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't so do burn down get, the theater.
2: Right. <laughs> so do you get nervous?
1: Uh, Well, I haven't been big on stage fright. It's not, it's not been my thing because I always sing 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 mm-hmm. everywhere so i kind of got used to it but i sometimes i'm nervous for auditions like do i practice well do, did mm-hmm. i do this right and i was i was super nervous for some of my audition for my show but sometimes when i was nervous when i had like a big part like a big song or maybe a big a big scene or or where I had to do the cue, or if, if that happened, mm-hmm. where it would mess up the whole entire show. Sometimes nerves build on me there, because like, if I do, I'm afraid of messing up other people because I messed up. Yes. Yeah. not good. <laughs> so when
2: you
0: listened to and then saw your good man Charlie Brown, what was it that made it so special for you, something you really wanted to listen to over and over again?
1: Well, I've always loved the Peanuts comics. And I was like, oh, man, I wish they could make a musical about this. And I'm like, <laughs> my mom tells me, don't you know that there's already a musical about it? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, get me to this musical. Let me listen to this. <laughs> and then when, since I love stories so much, I love reading really much because I love the story about it. Well, when I when I, you make movies about it, and you, mm-hmm. and just because this Charlie Brown was so heartwarming about little kids, and mm-hmm. how, but these kids are kind of big because they're using words like depression, which I've d- never heard one of my friends say ever.
2: <laughs> 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 they're,
1: but they're so big, but. They have, uh, but big kids playing childish rules. It's kind of it's funny in a way, mm-hmm. but even though mm-hmm. a bunch of great people made these songs, and it's just funny and nice and heartwarming, and altogether, I love characters singing. So it was really great.
0: Oh, good. So you did know Charlie Brown before you did, before you listened to uh, your good man, Charlie Brown. So you knew what that was. Who the characters were. So, I loved it. <laughs> you loved it. So, what's your favorite Charlie Brown of the cartoons?
1: Uh, Well, I didn't watch the cartoons. I mostly mm. read the, cart- uh, the cartoon panels on the oh, thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I liked, I liked, there was one cartoon panel that really, really, really caught my eye. It was, there was this one that said, like, Schroeder was all talking about Beethoven's birthday, and he hosted mm-hmm. a big birthday party for all of them, and it was like it was like, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> uh, and it was they were all having so much fun, and all the people were saying, "Oh, that was a great party, you know, uh, because mm-hmm. they were doing <laughs> like a V day. But then Lucy goes up to Schroeder after the end of the party, and like, I was just wondering, after all that who is Beethoven? <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> and then
1: Schroeder's like, you don't
2: know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that was your fa- that's one of your favorite comics?
1: Yeah.
0: That's, so what do you think about, one thing that always interested me as a kid about doing Charlie Brown as a comic strip and then as a cartoon and then as a musical was in the comic strip, Snoopy doesn't talk, right? He, he or in the strip he does. He thinks. That's right. He's like Garfield. He thinks. And then I should say Garfield's like him. And then <laughs> in the musical, he sings and talks, but nobody else can hear what he's saying necessarily. He just, he, but he sings and talks songs like Supper Time. And then in the cartoons, he doesn't talk at all. He, he just makes little noises. They don't have any thought bubbles. But so what do you think about the actor playing... Snoopy, like, how was that experience for you when you saw it or when you listened to it?
1: Well, it was a a great experience. Snoopy was really funny.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, I think it was really well acted. Mm. Since Snoopy wasn't, uh, was uh, thinking thought bubbles in the thing, it was weird to hear, like, Snoopy's voice because I'm, you know... When you're reading, you kind of make up the voice in the head. Mm-hmm. In your head, like mm-hmm. it sounds more like this or like that.
2: It's supper time. Yeah, it's supper time. Oh, it's up supper time. Very best time of day. It's supper time. Yeah, it's supper time. And-
0: Supper time comes can supper be far away? bring on the soup dish bring on the cup bring on the bacon and fill me up Cause
1: it's so time It was kind of weird but it was all portrayed. He made him sound really funny and may- and at the end I was thinking hmm maybe I should use that voice to her when I read them.
0: Oh okay. Has that been the voice you've used when, you've re- when you read Snoopy since?
1: Yeah, and I'm like, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so do you think they could do You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, with a cast of people your age?
1: Well, actually, on the schoolyard, I tried to put that on. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah? How did that go? It
1: shut, well, it shut down before I could really <laughs> go. because. Well, did
0: you get the rights, or was it just just impromptu?
1: Well, <laughs> I've actually tried to do many, many mus- uh, many musicals and movies on the playground. I think I even tried to do Frozen on there, but we uh-huh. didn't have enough boys. So,
2: <laughs> oh, we only Ooh. need
0: how many? Do you need two or three?
1: Kristoff, Sven, and a bunch of townspeople.
0: Oh, you need the townspeople. That's true. So you need the extras.
1: And then yeah. I tried to do Beauty and the Beast, and I had to be like, get, uh, I had to be the chef because i because there was no boys really coming in for the part also oh okay also the beast had to be played by a girl because nobody would be the beast and
2: oh huh. and then when
1: charlie brown when we did good man charlie brown it just like everybody wanted to be since it's kind of a small cast of characters mm-hmm. everybody and i have a lot of friends and everybody wants to be and try to be in the project actually one time we had we had to make more characters. Oh, okay. For Beauty and the Beast, because like everybody was like, "I want to be in it. Can I be in it? Can I be in it?" <laughs> well,
2: that's Except good. All, that
1: was all the girls and not the boys. So I was like, Ugh. and none so the of the boys wanted didn't want to wa- be
0: it. None of the boys wanted to be in Beauty and the Beast.
1: Well, they was more thing about soccer, which also I play mm. too. Oh, okay. and, actu- and actually, once I actually. Was like, "Ooh, you're stressing me out," and went and go play soccer with the boys. And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, it's kind of playing soccer is kind of my brain break."
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> That's but, not as, you don't have to think as much when you play soccer, or is it just a different kind of thinking?
1: Um, it it was it's just a different kind of thinking for me. It can either calm me down or rile me up. <laughs> it depends sure. on right. where I am. Because I know I can beat mm-hmm. the boys in my school easily. So it's an, I'm not as riled up <laughs> about oh, that. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Well, that's good.
1: But when I'm playing against girls on my age at my soccer club, I'm like,
0: yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was quite a face you just made.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but when mm-hmm. we did Charlie Brown, I was, I was originally playing Lucy. But then I had to give that up because another kid wanted to do it. And then, woof! I ended up not being anything.
2: <laughs> well, if,
0: if, it's your, if you're trying to organize the production, why did you have to give up being Lucy?
1: Well, the thing is that they, a lot of people, they're kind of like in groups. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to quit if this girl, it can't be this guy. Really? I'm going to do this.
2: Really?
0: Wow. Yeah. That's intense. Um, <laughs> Yeah. For an off license schoolyard production. That's pretty intense.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's actually a play going on now. Oh yeah. There, yeah, uh we're making up a play. It's called It's called the the Cinderella flop.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. It's
1: where people go into the Cinderella story and mess it all up. Oh, and okay. Fairy godmother ends up like just leaving them for leaving them for a vacation and making this tiny little girl the fairy godmother and and at the end cinderella i let the i let my friends go all over with this so mm-hmm. i said just do this and i'll do the production cinderella gets uh, ends up getting caged up and the prince and the prince like falls off a roof oh my <laughs> yeah we're gonna have Jeez, to it's production that or that's dangerous the work girls though. That do gymnastics
0: well it sounds like you have a lot of kids in your school who like theater do you have a lot of theater in your school
1: well not all theater uh well there is one girl that does like ice skating professionally I'm really the only one that gets paid for theater
2: <laughs> okay
1: sometimes but I really usually just uh, but usually my friends love doing it because I make it funny and fun and mm-hmm. also su- and they also like learning songs.
2: Well, oh, that's lot- good.
1: There's a lot of singing in my thing. Everybody all my mm-hmm. friends have been supportive during the time even though I had like five plays go down because no either nobody was going to be in it. No boys showed up or everybody just up and quit.
0: Oh man. Well, yeah. It's a tough life, though. I'm here to tell you. It's, it's, it's a hard life organizing shows. Let me, yeah. let me tell you. Yeah. But so you've done a few shows where you have been the only kid in the, class, in the in the show. Like when you did Christmas Carol, like you say, there was a lot of kids and there was a yeah. double cast of kids. So there was your cast yeah. and then another cast. But when you did like Jerusalem, when you played Marky, you were the only kid in that show, correct?
1: Yes, um, yeah, it was, and I was also playing a boy. So it was like three hours long, so I was sitting in my dressing room. They gave me a big dressing room, which was very nice of them.
2: Mm-hmm. Even
1: though the other cast had to like stay in tiny dressing rooms, it was very mm-hmm. nice of them. And my mom stayed with me for the whole entire three hours. I was in like 15 minutes of the show,
2: mm-hmm. but,
1: but I still loved it. Everybody was nice, and they, and they also gave me a chocolate at the end. and it was Okay. Yummy. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's good. But when you, when you work as the only child surrounded by a group of adults, how do you like to be treated? How do you, you know, I'm, I'm sure you felt all kinds of different ways the first time you did it or the second, you know, how you get used to it, but how do you like them to treat you?
1: Well, the, I want them to, I want to be, I want to lighten up their days because Everybody, since some of them are way older than me mm-hmm. and some of them uh, I want to be um, the cheerful one in the group and may, and wow them on because I know they have sometimes they have more stuff than me or they are going through a different time with their lines or something and mm-hmm. I just want to be there to be the funny kid that is that is the night uh, that is nice and <laughs> and just makes you feel better
0: okay well that's good so you kind of the same way you like you want the audience to to respond to you kind of you want them you know to be happy and fun and entertaining you like to be that for the adults in the production as well yeah that's, do you have trouble this is kind of a silly question because i think i know the answer but do you have trouble memorizing your lines
1: no. <laughs>
0: no. Do you have trouble memorizing for auditions?
1: Uh mm, mm, the thing two is two different
0: things, right?
1: It, yeah, the thing about auditions, I get kind of nervous. And the, and when it nervous when I get nervous shuts off my whole brain and I'm like,
2: ah mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> and <laughs> sometimes
1: I get on the wrong key or I'm too nervous to breathe. <laughs> That happened once. Oh, wow. <laughs> but oh, wow. don't worry. I was okay.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. Well, you are here now, so I'm glad you, you, were, you were okay. But when, yes. why do you get nervous at auditions? Because I'm the same way. I, I don't get nervous in shows, but I get nervous at auditions or when people are, you know, I don't get nervous when someone comes to see a show of mine, like that it's already been, if it's being in the production. But I get nervous when I give my scripts to people to read for the very first time. Um, which is kind of like an audition for a playwright. So why do you think that is? Why do you think we get that?
1: Well the, well, the thing is, is that a bunch, there's a bunch of different reasons. It's mm-hmm. because in the acting world, you, uh, you want, even if you don't get the part, you want the audition people to remember you in a good way. Mm-hmm. And they want you to be able to say, oh, that girl, maybe we should offer her this audition for this part because she wasn't that part, but maybe she can be this part better because she was great. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of impression about your first impression. Mm-hmm. It's a lot about that. Also, uh, And for you as a playwright, when you turn in your script, it's like if they think it's bad. It's like, Hmm, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be, ed- and maybe I shouldn't be editing for him or doing things like that. Mm-hmm. But there's an also another reason that I think it pretty stands out there. Um, auditioning usually is uh, fearful for a lot of people because even with, uh, with me that I've done a bunch of auditions, it's just I go back to when I was scared of auditions when I was younger like my first audition and I come I'm like oh what if I mess up like that again like again kind of like the first impression thing if mm. you it's kind of like if you messed up before you you're like oh no what if I mess up again what if I breathe wrong <laughs> ah <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you have but, had a you had an audition where you forgot how to
1: breathe uh well I, I forgot to breathe within this one line, so I didn't have enough power for the mat- last line. oh week.
0: yeah, I didn't I forget how to about. breathe well, sure,
1: <laughs> well, so how much do you prepare for an audition then
0: do you i know you practice with your mom a little, but do you like rehearse a lot or do you tend to do the same monologues over and over again because you know them or?
1: lots of there's a there's, it goes separate ways. It depends mm-hmm. on how much time I have. I would practice rapidly if I only had, say, a week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, But if I have, a, a lo- like, a month to do it because they got the audition part early or if it's big for a big thing, I would maybe rest for a little bit, then start up, and then rest, start. It's kind of... Uh, and make sure I know it. it taking it by pace, mm-hmm. it's it. And auditioning for um bigger parts, bigger roles. Well, even if I had less time, it depends on if it's like if it's like this tiny little role. Maybe uh, even though I'm gonna try my best there, maybe you don't have to be like. I have to enunciate this so well that I can't even breathe. I would rather take it, I'd take it a little bit slower than that. And I'm like, I wanna do this the best I can, but I don't wanna
2: overdo it.
1: Do you mm-hmm. think what I mean? Because-
0: Yeah, no, I understand what you mean.
1: Overdoing is bad.
0: <laughs> what was your, so, but you also, so you're, you're uh, hopefully gonna be doing uh, Fun Home soon at studio here, playing small Allison. Right? yeah yeah so what was that audition process like
1: uh well i i for the first part um uh, it was a long it was a long time to do this big role Hmm.
2: um
1: my um my voice was a little sore then so i waited like a week and then when it finally got better i started practicing rapidly mm-hmm. like because I wanted to get this role really bad because Small Allison is one of the main characters because Mm -hmm. she has her own song and she's in like a million scenes. I can't even remember all the names of it, but, and and it was such, I really wanted to get this role and I ended up doing things. There was another audition I had to drop because it was on the same day. Mm. And I was like, since I dropped this that other big audition, I
2: mm-hmm. was like,
1: I'm going to nail this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so you had to choose
0: between the two. You had to choose between the other show and whether you would audition for Fun Home. Yeah. Oh wow.
1: Yeah, I got nominated for something, and if you, we would do a show in New York for it, a week oh, wow. in New York. Yeah. Wow! I ended up having to say no to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, that's hard, right?
0: Those are hard yeah. decisions to make. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was sad, but I ended up. <sighs> <laughs> I ended up choosing fun, <laughs>
0: and you, and you, and you uh-huh. got small Allison, so that's great. You got what you you rolled the dice, and you got what yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, that's really great. I'm very I, excited to come see you in that.
1: Yeah, It's really one of my favorite musicals. Yeah, we haven't started rehearsing yet, but right. it was supposed to be in April, but they might push it back. I mm-hmm. don't know yet. They haven't changed anything yet. They sent out an email like, we're not changing it yet, right? And since it's their only musical, it's like really big,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the studio theater does, yeah, they're doing and the, the rest of the cast looks really great too, with Bobby Smith and everything, yeah, really yeah. Excited. yeah. That's a lot of good people.
1: But there was a thing about the audition experience. Remember Mm -hmm. when we were talking about Christmas Carol and stuff? Yes. Well, the kid, well, well, the kid, another kid that was playing, like, one of the Cratchits, Mm -hmm. one of the Cratchit girls, and also this, another character, well, she was in the audition with me. Oh, okay. So I knew her from Christmas Carol. And I was like, "Yeah, hi." She was older than me by a lot. She was like twelve, mm-hmm. and and I was like, "Ooh." <laughs> and I know she sings really well, mm-hmm. and she does it great. Mm-hmm. I and I, I was like, "This is all on the line," <laughs> but I'm still going to. If I don't get this, I'm still going to see this girl because. I really, because she is such a great, and she does really well. Mm-hmm. And when I finally got it, I'm like, yay!
0: <laughs> I went like, yay, yeah, when your mother told me. That was a, I was really excited that you got that part.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I was like, ah! I was screaming. <laughs>
0: so you do like, you do a lot of theater, and mm-hmm. you go to school, and you also play soccer. What else do you do?
1: Um, I also have gotten into basketball. Okay. Um I also have I yeah, I, I kind of do swimming a little bit. And mm-hmm. of course, I love I love to read and stuff. Also, um uh there's a lot of other I I have a lot of hobbies.
0: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it.
1: I, I like to uh, we uh, especially because I'm in fourth uh, fifth grade math which means we learn fourth and also half of fifth grade math in the okay. same year. Mhm. Um so I have a lot of homework for that and there's all of art there's art projects that are like there art projects at school where we're learning knitting and uh a lot of other things and it's like Sometimes uh, sometimes we have to miss soccer practices. Soccer is like my big thing next Mm -hmm. to acting and singing, even though I kind of like acting and singing a little bit more. (laughs) But I Mm -hmm. love soccer, too, and it's really good. It also keeps me uh, a fit because, you know, uh, if I'm staying inside all day learning my lines, at least I have that to get some exercise.
2: Sure that, no, soccer's that makes perfect the only sense.
1: thing that's been keeping me moving during this uh, quarantine, yeah,
0: oh yeah, so you've so you've been playing soccer with your sisters, or
1: with I've your dad? been playing soccer with my sisters, I've also been doing like trying to do five hundred juggles a day oh wow, in ten minutes so you're
0: trying you. you You seem, so you have a lot of energy, is what I'm hearing. You're somebody who has a lot of energy.
1: Yeah, I'm known for my (laughs) energy. (laughs) And it's weird how how much energy I have, because I stay up so late reading.
0: Oh, yeah? So you don't get a lot of sleep, you don't think?
1: No. (laughs) So what do
0: you, do you think you're going to keep doing theater for as long as, you know, forever and ever?
1: I really hope to. Uh. I really want to, my biggest dream is to be on a Broadway, and I really mm-hmm. do want to. And I just, but even if I don't get on Broadway, I just want to enjoy being in the theater. Also, I got a very special opportunity of doing it that young. I haven't, My even my mom had, hadn't. Had so much support. I have a lot mm-hmm. of support from my mom, and I'm very grateful for her. Mm. She, she, has been guiding me through the way, even though, even though I am have been young. I'm younger, and I have a different. I have different things than her. She still has been supporting me the whole entire way through. But she was really the one. Uh, she, she. Without her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah
0: not good <laughs> not good no
1: <laughs> yeah
0: that's yeah i agree i think without her not good too i completely agree about that um so i wanna so what? The, if there any other job in so also, i want to ask you because you've done you've done movies too right i uh,
1: i did uh yeah i did yeah um a lot of with you
0: right okay good you remember that's good i'm glad you remember the little people um so what do you like better did you like shooting that movie or do you like doing theater better
1: uh well even though i don't like the camera that was a really good thing mm-hmm. my sisters were all like once i saw it to the first they were all saying like why can we see the car movie again <laughs>
2: <laughs> because you like, she drove a car.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, you drove a car. Well, but well, that's I, I yes, I've tried to explain to Bobby many times that you didn't actually drive that car, but he doesn't believe me. He believes that you drove that car.
2: Yeah. Um
0: so yeah, that's movie trickery, man. That's that's an important thing to learn about. But you like being it sounds to me like you really like performing for people. Not for the camera, but for like in front of people. You like seeing the people react to whatever it is you're doing.
1: Yeah, even though I know, uh, even though though, even, I won't, I will really do anything,
2: mm. even
1: though I know the cam, uh, I, even though I don't get to see the reaction, I still know that people would like it,
2: mm-hmm. I,
1: especially, uh, and especially I can always show it to my sisters.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> because they like- all like it. Yeah, well, you like performing for them, I know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Even though some shows have been too inappropriate for me to go uh, to bring them to. <laughs>
0: that is true.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, at least, least my parents
1: get to see it.
0: That's true. Your
1: parents and your family
0: get to come see it, right? Yeah. Well, we're going to bring Bobby to Fun Home when it comes. Yeah. So he will be in the audience for that. Have no fear.
2: Yay.
0: Yeah. So I like to uh, close by asking usually the show that we were talking about a little bit, with Charlie Brown. What's your favorite song in Charlie Brown and why?
1: It was, it's T-E-A-M, team, mm-hmm. the baseball team. Yeah.
2: There is no team like the best team, which is our team right here. We will show you we're the best team in the very little league this year.
1: I liked that song so much because I liked, of, of course I I love sports, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and and Charlie Brown does that really good. I mm-hmm. also, lo- and like it was oh it was so good, um because <laughs> the because the bass that because he is writing to the pen pal and it's like a school story that's right taken into and it's like and it's like even though he it's not the present moment and it's a flashback it's still Mm -hmm. so good it's it's it's, it's still so good and it's because you get to really go deep into the emotions of him Mm -hmm. and how like and at the end, the funniest part for me about it, because he asks at the end. Dear pen pal, I'm told where you live
2: is really quite far. Would you please send directions on how I can get where you are? Your friend, Charlie.
1: because because he oh he was sad and embarrassed right, because, because he, he struck missed out that, right? yeah he yeah. struck out on he, if he won if, yeah. he would have won the game if he even 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 hit it a little bit
0: so how do you real before we end i do want to ask you brought up something that i think about when i think about charlie brown a lot which is one of the things that's that's interesting to me about charlie brown is that he never wins you know, he never wins the game. He never flies the kite. He never kicks the football. He never does all those things. Do you, what, why do you think that is? Why do you think Charles Schultz, when he created Charlie Brown, made somebody who, who never wins, but we love, we still love him anyway?
1: Well, it's because, um, it's because in this story, I think that Char- uh, Charlie Brown actually is successful at something, but we are so dying to tell it to him, and it's that he and oh. he, that he's nice and that he oh, is,
2: okay.
1: he's kind, and also in the movie of the charlie Brown um you mm-hmm. can the little red haired girl explains that to him at the end of the movie, like how how he helped his sister and also a like and all that. And how it, how the reader, like, I want to tell you this because even though, even though everybody thinks you're a big failure, they aren't looking at your inside
2: Mm.
1: because you don't, even from the line in the play, I'm not, uh, Charlie Brown says someone, I'm not someone who gives up easily. And um, so he keeps flying a kite mm-hmm. and failing and then like trying to kick it. It also it's, um, depends on how much he trusts the person. Also because of, he trusts Lucy a lot of times, but even though mm-hmm. he keeps getting the football swing. At yeah. him, he he really shouldn't,
0: but he keeps trusting.
1: Especially yeah. in the cartoons. And he's like, ah! <laughs> he just flungs onto his back.
0: Sure. What are you doing during, during, uh, during the quarantine, to keep yourself busy aside from playing soccer,
1: um, I'm learning German. I'm learning German a wow, little bit. okay. <laughs> and um, I've been reading a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. All right. <laughs> and That's I've great. also been doing like there's online classes at mm-hmm. at uh, online classes for theater and and just getting into the. Sp- even though sadly my school just um, just gave the deadline for April 24th they moved the deadline right to that and it's, it's sometimes it's scary but i realized hey there is a, i have a shelter i have a home and it could be much worse than this so i am going to look up also also hope that the hope that this thing is over but but I'm still going to be ha- grateful for what I have right now, even though uh, bad things are happening in the world right now that I do not want to talk.
0: <laughs> no, we won't talk about that. That's everybody yeah. knows. We don't need to talk about that. That's so great. Claire, thank you so much for doing this.
1: Thank you so much for the opportunity, and thank you so much for going on and le- and also letting me talk about Charlie Brown and how yeah, much course. I love it
0: the original cast is produced and edited by me Patrick Flynn the original cast is on Instagram Facebook and Twitter at original cast pod you can follow me Patrick Flynn on all platforms at unknown penguin enjoying yourself leave a rating and review on Apple podcasts and tell the world you can also find the original cast on Spotify Stitcher Overcast and wherever fine podcasts are available my thanks to Claire Caris O'Connell for coming and talking to me I'm Patrick Flynn and I can't I have rehearsal